Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, what's up, everybody? So I'm going to tell you exactly how this all came about this week. I was home. My kids were taking a nap. Our babysitters were just doing the things that they do around the house. And I just got this overwhelming feeling that I just did not look good. And I sent Scott a text message. And before I tell you the text message that I sent him, I want to be very clear in no way, shape, or form was, am I judging people or being rude? This is me being very honest and vulnerable and letting you know exactly what was going on in my mind. And before I say this, I'd rather you ask yourself, can I relate to this? Rather than saying, I can't believe Sean said that. So I sent Scott a text message and I said, I feel absolutely fat today. I don't know why I feel this way, but the weird thing is that I actually find myself attractive. Like if I wasn't me, I would be like, you look absolutely good. And I was like, if I wasn't me, I would hit on me. Now I know that sounds so wild and crazy how in one text message, in one part of the text message, I say, I feel fat. I feel just gross. But the second part of the text message, I said, but if I wasn't me, I would hit on me. And I want you to think about that for just a second, because a lot of people can say, well, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. How in one mind frame, you don't like what you look like. And in the other mind frame, you're like, I do like what I look like. And I waited for Scott's reply. And Scott, like usual, always says something really nice. He's like, I understand how you can feel like that. I think you're attractive. But his reply didn't matter. He could have been like, well, maybe you need to work out more or um, you are very attractive. So why are you stressed out and you don't look like that? None of that mattered. What mattered was that there was something going on in my brain, in my mind, and probably even deeper what's going on in my life right now that I feel like that. But I want to explain a little bit further and I'm smiling now I was not smiling then I was like this is crazy so some of the things that trigger these emotions for me are purely weight and a number 
And I know that might sound weird because I don't necessarily weigh myself every day. But because of gaining 50 pounds when I was younger and getting to 224, then getting to 219 pounds, then getting to 200 pounds, there was always this kind of barrier that got in my way. And the fight was, if you get past this number, you'll be in a good space. It was always, if you get past this number, you'll be in a good space. So I'm always thinking, in addition to what do other people think of me, I'm thinking of myself, are you the weight that other people are going to find you attractive? So when I start thinking about weight, that is a huge trigger for me. When I just start thinking about Like, what do I actually weigh? Even though I don't get on the scale. The second thing that triggers me, and I talked about this a lot, if my face feels bloated, because for a long time, I just didn't like my face, period. So if I look in the mirror, it could be early in the morning, bloated. I could have had a drink last night where I know I'm going to be bloated, or it's a day after wine night where I know I'm going to be bloated. And I look in the mirror and I see... And we see our faces differently than anyone else. But if I see just a little bit of bloat, that's a trigger for me. Another trigger for me is if a shirt doesn't fit the way that I feel like it should fit. Neglecting the fact that it was probably just washed and put in a dryer. So regardless of when I put it on, it's still going to be a little tight somewhere. But clothes are another trigger for me. And the most vulnerable trigger for me is... If I'm non-verbally trying to flirt with Scott, but he's not getting the messages, but he's not flirting back with me, I feel like, oh my gosh, you know, he doesn't think I'm attractive. They don't last long because I know that they are triggers and I'm able to like go in there and, and really figure them out and break them up. But they are some of the triggers and you may out there have some triggers too. And it's so important for you to be able to recognize them before they really take control of your mind. So I realized that for the last 23 plus years that I've been in the fitness industry, that most of how I judge myself is how other people see me. I have spent over the last 23 years being a fitness guru, spending more time worried about how other people think I look. Are my abs good enough? Am I lean enough in this area? Are my muscles toned? Are my biceps big enough? Is my face chiseled enough? You know, am I able to get these cheekbones one day? spent so much time subconsciously always worried about how other people think I look. And earlier in my career, the first program I did was hip hop abs. And when I showed up to set, it was show your abs, make sure you lift up your shirt during your workout. That's the thing that's going to keep people motivated and let them know that this tilt, tuck and tighten works. And Of course, dancing, fitness, eating healthy, using your core, of course it works. But what it does for me or maybe for some other fitness instructors is that the camera is on and you are showing your body and you are constantly worried about what other people on the other side of the camera 
are thinking about you. Them rocking body comes. I thought less about my abs and more about fitness. So if you compare hip hop abs to rock and body, even though I was like a year older, my abs were more ripped in hip hop abs. And I remember showing up to the rock and body shoot, comparing myself to myself before, but not because I didn't think I looked fine. It was because what are people going to think of me? Then insanity came up. Insanity, I was going through a transition from the time I was like 28 to the time I was 30. It was more of a weight gain coming more into my manhood. I had moved from LA to New York. My nutrition was different. The workouts were different. I wasn't dancing as much. I was doing HIIT training. And so when I got to insanity, I was even bigger. I was actually fine with being bigger. I never really paid much attention to it because it was more of a boot camp style workout. So I was like, yeah, I'm brolic. I'm good. Like I'm going to actually match what the people on the other side of the screen want to see. Again, worried about what other people are thinking of me while I think that I'm pretty good. Then I say, okay, asylum comes up. Asylum comes up. I am like, oh, this is athlete. This is all the different sports. I got to be really ripped to the point where I gained, I lost. I don't know how much weight I lost, but I got down to 183, 184 pounds, 4.1% body fat. At the end of that training, I started training to try and do hurdles again. I was like, I want to, I want to run track again. I want to focus on this again. I feel really good. First day of practice, I pulled my hamstring. Mind you, I'm waking up in the morning. I'm eating six meals a day. I'm working out three times a day, plus taking a dance class and rehearsing for my, my workouts. I'm doing all this stuff to my body, but it's constantly, okay, so what are other people going to think of you? Because now you did this asylum workout and now you have to stay ripped. I'm not going to go through the next few programs that I did, but I will say that over the years, even though there are plenty of times where I feel like I look great, I'm always worried about how other people are going to make me feel or how other people think I look. Then social media comes out and there's pictures. And originally I was like, I don't care what I look like on this picture. This is me. And then filters came out and then stories came out and then Snapchat came out and then Instagram came out. And then it just became this whole thing about how people are viewing you all the time. Mind you, in my own little shanty mental bubble, I'm like, you're fine. But on the outside of that, I'm like, but do you look good enough for everybody else? When it comes to social media and body image, I personally don't follow people, but you got to hear me out. I don't follow people that I compare myself to or that make me feel bad. However, there's a such thing as a social media algorithm. And sometimes I'll see fit people or fit bodies or couples that work out or I'm looking for exercise that I've never done before and I'll like it or I'll save it because it's important for me, obviously, as a fitness person to stay on top of workouts and different apparatuses and supplements. I just kind of like to know. I get ads just like everyone else. So on my explore page, because I save a lot of these things, 
I see these 25-year-old guys that super ripped that take, you know, however many supplements they take. And that is one thing that is really tough because I like to stay on top of what's in the fitness industry. But, you know, I, I don't know. I'm That's the hard part. So anyway, but if you're a person out there where you follow people that make you feel bad because of the way you look, like if someone posts a photo and they say, hey, I lost weight. I feel really great. I finally got my six pack back. That's cool. Like they have a journey. But if someone's making you feel bad because you literally... They're like, you should look like this, and this is this is the correct way to have the best physique. Then maybe that's somebody you necessarily shouldn't follow. So my rule of thumb is, if they're showing their body and there's a message and a journey attached to that, and it fits what I need for my own inspiration, I'll follow. But I definitely need to take control over that algorithm somehow. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Now, over the years, especially since I've been doing this podcast and I wrote my book, I definitely have come up with systems to help me stay as positive as possible when it comes to body image. The systems that I have in place to talk to myself positively are places. So I talk a lot about getting in a hot tub. When I get in a hot tub, it's my self-positive talk. It's where I just feel really good. I feel my body feels great in there. And that's where I breathe best I do my box breathing best which is a whole nother system that I do but um so that's the one place that I do that's also the hot tub is also a place where Scott and I have hot tub confessionals which is a place where we as a couple have to be honest with each with each other and you can't hold anything back so the hot tub is kind of like my safe haven Early in the mornings, like I talk about when I spend time to myself early in the morning when I have my coffee and I'm watching my news shows, that's another place where because it's the beginning of my day and I feel most creative, I can be very honest with where I am and I can set up my day for success. So I can say, well, yesterday maybe you didn't eat enough or yesterday you ate at the wrong times and Maybe you ate too late and that's why your stomach hurts. I really try to reset in the beginning of my day so that I can really just have the best day. I think even if you as a person out there, you know, you kind of have your health and your fitness together. I think that the beginning of the day is a great way just to reset. You should wake up fresh. You should wake up feeling good. And I initially take the opportunity to reset and press on with my day. And then last but not least, at the end of every single workout or tennis practice that I have, every single one, with tennis, I write down notes in my phone or I type up notes in my phone of what worked today. And with fitness, I just think in my head, like, what did you feel great about today? And I try to carry that into future fitness workouts that I plan for myself. Or if I'm doing one of my own workouts and I get to that section in a workout again, 
it's where I, I find a jolt of energy and confidence because then I can actually talk positively to myself. And so it really helps with the longevity of me just staying positive in my mind. You know, in my book, I talk about having mirror moments. Find the, your greatest asset of your body. Like, what do you like about your body? But what I realized this past week is, even though you can practice these things, the things that you have done over the years have either subconsciously or consciously conditioned your mind to think about what it's used to thinking about. And when I say that, I'm just used to thinking how other people view me. And that text message was the first really big eye-opening experience I had where I literally said, you really got to get a hold of this. Because if in one part of a message you say, I feel fat, I feel gross, and in the other part of the message you're like, well, if I'm not me, if I wasn't me, I hit on me. I was like, you got to figure this out. Then, later in the week, I go in the hot tub one day. I'm all prepped. I'm excited to just like get in the hot tub. And I just thought to myself, I look a mess. I look like a dad. I even posted about this. I was like, I look like a dad. Does anybody else have those days where you just feel like you just don't have it? And I post about it and I say that. And immediately people were like, I think you're handsome. Again, you know, in the first conversation I had, text exchange I had with Scott, he's like, you look fine. The second exchange I had was with you, people out there in social media land, where I feel like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't look this good. But again, I, in my brain, am trying to live up to other people's expectations of what I look like in my own home. Why do I have to have my hair picked out? You know what? Right now, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm just going to take out... Because I put... I put my headband on because I was like, oh my gosh, my hair is a mess today. So I was like, how can I tame my hair? Even today, there are things we wake up and do to show that we look good more than doing it for the fact that we want to feel good. Because to be quite honest with you, I don't really care what I look like right now. And back in the hot tub, like, why should I care if my hair is combed or not? Constantly thinking about what are other people going to think you look like? Now, I do want to reiterate again, I'm not doing this consciously. It's from being conditioned over the years on being on camera, sometimes TV, a lot of times fitness, and now social media. We just have this thing, I don't even know what it is, that is this voice in the back of our heads that's constantly telling us, like, are they going to think you look good? I go to Walgreens last night. But before I went to Walgreens, I just said to Scott, I was like, I'm just going to throw in anything, whatever. So I threw on my donut sweats from Shanti Apparel. I threw on this hoodie. I had my flip-flops on. They were super bright. I put a headband on that didn't match. None of my outfit really matched. And be- Scott was getting in the shower. And before I- Scott got in the shower, I said, I look a mess. I was like, I can't believe I'm about to walk out the house like this. And he was like, you look fine. And I'm just like, I, and, I, and I really thought that I looked a mess. So I get to the store and I'm walking through the aisles. And then all of a sudden, some woman turned around. She said, you look great. And I'm like, I'm turning around. 
I'm like, who's she talking to? She definitely ain't talking to me. I, I was like, she definitely is not talking to me. She's with her husband. We in Walgreens. This is what I look like. And I literally turn around. And she said, no, I'm talking to you. She was like, wow, you look great. I was like, thank you. And then she started walking and she turned around and she said, my son just went out on a date and you look better than him. And I thought this was bizarre because I literally am walking out out of the house being like, I look a hot mess. But the reason why I said to Scott, I don't think I look good is because I'm like, what are other people going to think I look like? So I get up to the cash register in Walgreens. And there's a woman, she's got to be six, I would say 62 plus. And she was like, wow, I love those pants. Oh my goodness, you have so much style. And I'm like, what is, ha-? I'm like, what is happening? She's like, where'd you get those pants from? And I was like, Shanti Apparel. And I wrote my website down for her. And she was like, I'm, I'm going to get these, your pants. They are so great. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. But then I sat there for five minutes and I was like, Sean, you really have to reflect on why you are worried about how other people look at you, especially when you feel like you look great. And the funny thing is, I used to try so hard to be under 200 pounds. It was a block for me. It was one of those things where I was like so fixated on the number. And then maybe about six, five, six years ago, I was like, 190 is my number. This is my, this is my number where I look great. And I realized that from being 184 to 190 to 195, I'm constantly worried about these numbers and how I look. And this number is going to define me, which is why I put in my book and I say all the time, fit doesn't have a size, it has a mentality, fit doesn't have a number. And I realize if I get on a scale right now, I'm probably 202 pounds. And I'm like, I really like the way that I look at 202 pounds with clothes on, naked. I've learned to embrace my face, even though You know, I think because I think Scott is really attractive and he has these like amazing cheekbones. I'm like, well, that's not my genetics in the gay world, maybe in the straight world, too. I don't know. But in the gay world, there is this thing where they do like fat shaming and you have different types of bodies. It's like the jocks, the bears, the beefy. It's it's in the gay world, you are defined as a body type. Like if someone said, like if I was single and I was trying to hook up with somebody and, you know, like let's say online or whatever, they would be like, well, what's your body type? Like, how does it define you? And I just think that that is so annoying and, and it works against our confidence because you have to go out in well, you didn't, you're not going to bars now because it's a pandemic, but you have to go to the gym or go out to the park or go to the store and you're worried about what body type you fit into rather than worrying about, do I look good for me? Do I feel good for me before I walk out of the house? And that was, this week was really an extreme eye-opener for me that I have to take steps to eliminate what other people think about me in terms of the way I look, 
my height, my body type, my body weight, not define myself as a bear or a jock or beefy or whatever. The point is, until I can eliminate those outside voices or that voice in the back of my head that's telling me this is what you need to look like for other people, compliments don't really matter. And my my challenge to all of you out there is just a few questions. You kind of have to have to do this questionnaire. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And these aren't questions that I want to answer for you. These are questions that you can ask yourself and answer for yourself every single day. So make it, so make pretend this is kind of your daily quiz of staying positive and confident about your body. So the first thing is, what is something that makes me feel worse about myself? You know, I talk about triggers, right? What are your triggers? What are these things that make you feel worse about yourself? Write them down in your journal or write them down as notes in your phone so you can revisit, okay? The second quiz question is, what are things that make you feel better about yourself? It's really important that we take the opportunity to focus on the things that make us feel better Even though you should know the things that make you feel worse, because there are things that you're like, maybe I should avoid that. But what are the things in your life that make you feel better every single day? I always find that things that make me feel worse, I can easily write those down. But things that make me feel better, I kind of have a hard time writing those down. This next question is more of a definition. What does positive body image mean to you? Earlier this week, I was scrolling through social media and I came across Autumn's page and she did an IGTV on uh, how people basically skinny shame her and why is it that because she isn't a person that gains a lot of weight, why can't she too be included in the positive body image movement? And I just thought that was so cool because... I, too, at one point got skinny shamed when I posted something on Twitter. People magazine called me up and they were like, what's going on? And I was just like, I don't know why people are shaming me because I'm getting fitter or leaner. It was just such a weird thing. But for you, what does positive body image mean to you? 
No one can tell you what this definition is. It's a definition for you so that you can look at it every day and stay on track and stay on your own course. And the final question is, how do I get myself to a better place of confidence in my mind and my body? What are some of the things you can do every single day that are going to boost your confidence, right? Is it putting on a certain color? Is it that eyeliner that makes your eyes pop? Is it doing your hair a certain way, pulling it back so you see your face glow a little bit more? Is it doing dance workouts because it makes you feel good and it elevates your your mood in a positive way? You know, so what are some of those things you can do to keep that confidence really high in your mind and your body? Write these answers down. They could change every single day, but it just takes about three to five minutes to really reflect on this every single day so that you can, you know, focus on how you feel about yourself rather than how other people feel about you. Do you feel like you're doing your best in your nutrition and fitness journey? And for me right now, I'm absolutely doing my best. And the other thing is, do what I did. If you step outside of yourself, would you think that you were attractive by not thinking if other people were you attractive? Because I believe that we define our own attractiveness on how other people think we look. Or if we define our own attractiveness based on if other people think we're attractive. And I'm on this mission to literally stop doing that. And while I'll continue to do my mirror moments and while I will definitely, definitely continue to work out and stay fit and do what I, do the best that I can do in my nutrition and, and all that, I have to start to exercise, getting dressed, going outside and walking next to myself And being like, this is who you need to look good for. You only need to look good for you. But other than that, you have to go a little bit deeper and really talk to yourself or ask yourself, am I, again, am I doing the best that I can do? Am I staying committed? And the bigger question is, why am I gaining a weight? You know, if you have a thyroid issue, then we know why. But if you're just gaining weight and not eating correctly or telling people you're eating healthy and you're not really doing it, You just have to find out where that block is. Right now, we're in a pandemic. People are stuck at home. People are really stressed. There's a such thing as stress eating. I have two different types of stress eating. One, if I'm really nervous and scared, I won't eat at all. If I'm really nervous and excited, I eat and 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 I eat. Right. So there's two there's many ways that stress can affect the way you eat and knowing that your stress could be a big cause of your weight gain and do things to relieve stress, do things to put yourself back on a great nutrition journey and keep up the communication with your spouse. And last but not least, commit to your workouts. I do want to say and end this. None of us should wake up. None of us should wake up and want to look good for other people, especially people who you don't see every day, especially people you don't have an interpersonal relationship with, right? Again, if you're doing the best that you can do and you are on your journey, this is your journey. All you have to do is walk beside yourself 
And if you find yourself attractive, that's going to give you so much more confidence than if you are splitting the love of yourself between what you think of yourself and what other people think of you. So my challenge for you all to trust and believe in who you are is to just, again, go to the mirror. If you have a hard time visualizing standing beside yourself, go to the mirror and just love on yourself. And if you have to do that every single day to eliminate those thoughts of what do other people think of me or that voice in the back of your head is, are other people going to think I'm attractive? If you have to go in the mirror every single day to get rid of that, please do it. Because like Christina Aguilera said, you are beautiful because you have the power to make a change and make enhancements in your life so that you feel really great about who you are. And always trust and believe.